Done with lessons by lunchtime. Yes! What do we do all afternoon? Here are some ideas to help. Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. I love how with the Charlotte Mason approach, you're done with lessons by lunchtime. Younger students in her schools were done by 11.30, middle students by 12, and older students by 1 o'clock. It's so refreshing to focus head down for a few hours and then relax. The variety of subjects covered during those hours helps the time to pass briskly. Effort is required, most definitely, but the assignments are not dragged out. Long hours too often inadvertently instill a habit of dawdling because the student's brain is either on overload and fatigued or completely numbed by the tediousness of it all. Brisk, full attention on a variety of subjects keeps the lessons moving along and keeps the student's mind engaged. Did I mention I love having lessons done by lunch? Some people wonder if this approach can possibly be as effective as all-day lessons. Absolutely, because full attention is required for short periods of time. You can get a lot done in a short time with full attention. Most traditional classroom settings require longer time periods for classes because about half the time is spent on classroom management, repeating instructions, addressing questions, sometimes the same ones repeatedly, herding the herd. One-on-one -on -one instruction is much more efficient. You don't have to wait on all the others in the class. So don't be fooled into thinking that doing a morning of homeschool studies covers only half as much as a whole day of classroom studies. Such is not the case. If you follow Charlotte's methods, and you require full attention, you can accomplish plenty during those morning hours, at least as much, if not more, than what is accomplished in a traditional classroom. So finishing lessons before lunch is a blessing on one hand because it doesn't overtax your child. It encourages that habit of full attention and it gives such a sense of accomplishment. School doesn't drag on all day long. On the other hand, though, finishing lessons before lunch can also be a challenge. What do the kids do all afternoon? Sit on the couch or stare at a screen and eat potato chips? No. While afternoons don't have formal lessons, they should still contain plenty of opportunity for learning, as well as time for rest and play. We want to use those afternoon hours to continue to encourage good habits. And we also should use that time to train our children to be producers, not just consumers. We want them to learn to take initiative in creating and learning and exploring wholesome pastimes in their free time, rather than depending on others, including technology, just to entertain them. Now, some afternoon activities will be parent-directed, for example, supervising chores, or if you're arranging for any organized events or activities, 
but much of the afternoon activity should be at the child's initiative. Don't feel pressured to entertain your child. That's not your job. And Charlotte reminded us that he who is most played with by his elders has little power of inventing plays for himself. School Education, page 37. So provide plenty of raw materials where the child has access to them and encourage him to use them. But don't feel like you have to be the entertainment director all afternoon. What kinds of things could your children do? Well, how about if I give you about 50 ideas here, and at the end, I'll tell you where to find even more. It helps me to think of these ideas in categories. So the first category would be music. You can use the afternoons to do music lessons or to practice for music lessons, whether that is with an instrument or with your voice. Your child could also explore different musical instruments on his own or compose her own song and record it. Music offers many opportunities for personal learning. How about the category of outdoor life? It works great to do your nature study after the formal lessons are done. That way you can take as much time as you want to outside. You can also encourage each child to pursue any special interests in nature. For example, bird watching, or dog training, or rock collecting. One child might plant and tend a flower garden. Another one might work on outdoor survival skills, such as using a compass and tying knots or constructing shelters outside. Obviously, some of these ideas will resonate with younger children and some of them with older children. But plenty of time outdoors is a great goal to have for productive afternoons. How about the category of sports and recreation? Don't feel like you have to belong to some organized team sport in order to do sports and recreation in the afternoons. You could, but you don't have to. In fact, there's a lot to be said for encouraging your child toward individual sports and recreation activities that can be enjoyed into adult life without having to depend on others to participate too. For ideas, just remember all of the simple pleasures. Flying kites, jumping rope, playing foursquare, hiking. How about sledding in the winter? Or even just walking the dog or fishing. And many of those will happen outdoors as well, which is a plus. There's also the category of handicraft projects. You'll have regular handicraft lessons scheduled into your school day to introduce techniques for knitting or crocheting or woodworking or whatever, and to get those projects started. But afternoons are a great time to practice those techniques and work on finishing the projects or tackling bigger ones. If you team up with a local charity, you can use afternoons to work on handicraft projects for them. Our family worked with a local charity that provided handmade baby layettes for hospitals. Once a month, we went to the charity location and picked up the yarn and the patterns. And then all month, the children worked on knitting the baby booties and sweaters and hats in the afternoons. 
The next month, we would drop off the finished items and pick up more yarn. Teaming up with local charities is a great way to encourage your children to be producers, not just consumers, and to use their hands to bless others. Afternoons are a great time to work on those handicrafts. How about art projects? Just like handicrafts, the scheduled lessons during the school day can introduce certain techniques and give some practice in using them, but afternoons could be used for further practice and for creating the students' own projects in painting or sculpting or drawing. There's a great category called home skills. Consider using time in the afternoons for the children to complete chores around the house or to learn new ones. Charlotte's students had regular work to do in her teacher training center to help keep the facilities clean and maintained. You know, it's so important for our children to learn and practice the skills that are going to be necessary to keep a household running smoothly. And it's much less stressful if they can gain those skills a little at a time while they're still living in our homes. Giving them regular practice in mending, in cooking or baking, in laundry, in car maintenance, landscaping, or even plumbing or electrical repair, depending on the age of the child, all of those skills will help them be equipped to transition to life on their own someday. And afternoons provide a wonderful time for that intentional equipping. While you're at it, then, think about the category of home projects, because you can use afternoons to work on larger home projects, like cleaning the garage out or scrubbing the porch, or washing the car, or vacuuming the inside of the car, or even painting a room. There's also the category of, let's call it, friends and family. Afternoons can be a time to connect with others or just enjoy your own family's company. Connecting with other people of all ages is important, but so is being content at home. So use your afternoons to foster both attitudes. You might arrange a park day with friends, or you might stay home and do tea time with poetry. Older children might read to their younger siblings. Or how about this? Institute a mandatory rest time during a portion of your afternoons. You could task one or two of the children to come up with a centerpiece for the table for supper. They could go find nature objects to use or just gather items around the house to arrange into an attractive centerpiece. Afternoons also make a great time to focus on family traditions. Use the afternoon to plan or decorate or prepare or to enjoy a celebration for someone or something that's important to your family. Want more? Oh, I've got more. How about the category of hobbies and personal interests? Children can use afternoons to explore those personal interests. Those hours are great for leisure reading or writing in a personal book of mottos or a commonplace book or even catching up on entries in an individual book of centuries. 
hobbies like photography could be pursued. There's also plenty of time for creative writing. Some children might like to create and publish a family newspaper, working on it during some afternoons. They could play board games or invent their own board games. And don't forget to have some time to practice the foreign language that you're learning. The children can listen to stories or songs in that language and practice carrying on conversations during the afternoons. There's also the category of volunteer work and ministry. You see, not everything should be focused on personal interests. It's just as important to provide opportunities for service to your neighbors or those in your church family. You might volunteer to work at a local food pantry or arrange for a weekly game date with an elderly neighbor. You might use an afternoon to cook and deliver a meal to somebody with a new baby or go clean their house for them. If you have some first responders in your neighborhood, take an afternoon to bake some treats for them and deliver it with a note of appreciation and encouragement. Afternoons can be a great time to do yard work for an elderly or a sick neighbor. Ministry and service are such important parts of a Charlotte Mason education. Some of your older children might have jobs that would happen in the afternoon. They might be able to earn money doing part-time jobs, which could range from occasional babysitting to regular lawn mowing to set hours at a local business or a family business. And then another category, errands and appointments. You can use afternoons to run errands or go to doctor appointments. It's better to schedule those in the afternoon than to steal that time from your morning lessons. But if you have a choice, try not to schedule those every afternoon. Now, I realize that some of that decision depends on your family's situation. If you or your children have medical needs that you have to deal with, of course, you'll have more doctor appointments. Do what you need to do. But remember, you could use that time in the car to listen to music or to sing together or to listen to a book either read by a person right there in the car or on an audiobook that you play. And some handcraft projects are very portable. There's also the category of outings. That's another great way to spend the afternoon profitably. You could go to an art museum, a botanical garden, a Shakespeare play, the zoo, the library, an aquarium, the ballet. You can go pick berries at a nearby pick-your-own farm. Or you can visit local businesses that your child might be interested in. For example, Visit a local ice cream factory or maybe a local radio station. If your child's interested in car maintenance, take an afternoon to visit a car repair shop. You get the idea. And don't overlook going to a state park or a national park if you have one nearby. There are so many possibilities for outings. But remember, afternoons don't have to be full of constant travel and they don't have to be expensive to be productive. In fact, 
Major outings are probably best as an occasional treat. Those are only some ideas for productive afternoons. Was it 50? I lost count. But don't worry about it. We've put together more than 200 ideas for productive afternoons. You can download the list free on our website. I'll leave a link in the notes for you. And I'm sure many of you have other ideas, so I invite you leave a comment and share one of your family's ideas for afternoon activities. Here's to many, many productive afternoons in our Charlotte Mason homeschools. If you enjoyed this video, subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. You can also subscribe to the audio version of this podcast or read the blog post on our website at simplycharlottemason.com. All of those links will be in the notes, along with the resource that I mentioned for 200 ideas for productive afternoons. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.